0: All right, so, um, can you tell me something I really didn't need to know? Hey, Mom, tell me something I didn't need to know. So how about let's learn something we really don't need to know? Okay. Look at right. We're up. What Welcome. Up? We're running. Welcome to the show, Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know, starring myself and my mother. And sometimes Larry, but he's not here, so... Hi
1: everybody. Hopes. Welcome, welcome.
0: Dashed all of their hopes. No bigfoot joke. Just saying.
1: It's okay. Because then people will just want more later on down the road.
0: If that's how you choose to look at it.
1: It is how I choose to look at it.
0: So thank you everybody for joining us Absolutely. Uh, on this wonderful Sunday.
1: Yeah. How's my life?
0: Now, uh, my life is chaotic. Very chaotic.
1: Very chaotic.
0: Pregnant wife at home makes it very difficult. To, uh, do anything right.
1: (laughs) I understand. I don't have a pregnant wife at home. I kind of like it that way.
0: Not for a lack of trying?
1: No. Absolutely not.
0: Okay. Wonderful. Yeah? Good to know that your sex life is...
1: Still active? Yes. It absolutely is. Just don't tell Larry.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, thank you so much for joining us today, this wonderful May 9th. Um...
1: Happy Mother's Day to of you, those of you who are mothers. Happy Sunday to those of you who do not celebrate this day.
0: Happy Lost Sock Memorial Day to those of you who know about this holiday and those of you who didn't now do. So happy Lost Sock Memorial Day.
1: Well, tell us about Lost Sock Memorial Day. Law what are we memorializing? Do we I get the day like, off from work? I
0: feel like it's in the name. It's not a recognized federal holiday. Damn it. Um... So no, no, Americans do not get the day off of work. How am I supposed to know about other countries? Maybe they do get the day off of work.
1: They probably revere their socks more than we do.
0: Um, According to this, no. Scientists have been trying to find a way to prevent you from losing one sock as compared to the other. And have been unsuccessful.
1: I've got the solution.
0: Stop wearing socks.
1: Don't wear pairs of socks.
0: That is one of the solutions, yes. Um, Then you'll
1: never know if you actually lost one.
0: The way they say to observe this holiday is to get rid of your single socks. Now, which you means
1: can- <laughs> all your other socks are going to come back.
0: That is the recommended way. Now, there are other ways. I'm just First saying. off, your single sock, you can make a sock puppet out of it. <coughs> <laughs> Memorialize your socks
1: Ooh, by making a sock Google puppet. Eyes. Yes. Name it.
0: You can turn them into dust rags.
1: Yes, you could, but then you'd have to use them
0: now, this is the most interesting one that I like.
1: Okay. What else can we do you with You can
0: choose to never wear matched socks again.
1: I do that anyway.
0: Um, you can turn them into chew toys for pets. That's just, I feel like that's bad, teaching your pets yeah. to chew on your socks. Yeah. It just seems dumb. Um, wrist warmers. You can make wrist warmer.
1: Because whose wrist gets cold frequently? Ooh, it'd be the new ankle warmer.
0: Women. Women in general, they're just cold all the time.
1: Okay. All right. I'm not even going to argue physically. with you. I'm not going to argue with you.
0: Um, I feel like this is the same as the first one. It says make sock monkeys, which is just a sock puppet. You can fill them with beans and use them for your cornhole game. You could. Um, you can fill them with rice and make a doorstop. Yeah, you could. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. No. Um, you can open up both ends of a long sock And make a plastic bag holder. Because you can't just stuff one plastic bag into another plastic bag. (laughs) FYI, women out there, there is a correct way to put plastic bags together. (laughs) Sorry, my wife, like, she takes one, puts it in the other. And she takes those two and puts it in the other. And then she takes those three and puts it in the other. No, you just shove a bunch of plastic bags into one.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what you do.
0: There is a right way to do it.
1: Oh my god. You need more to drink.
0: It drove me insane. The first don't. time she asked me for a plastic bag, and I'm sitting there, and I pull one out, but it's full of other plastic bags. <laughs> I pull another one out, and it's full of plastic bags. <laughs> I was losing my mind. So it's
1: like those little Russian dolls. Yes. You open one, and there's a little yes. one, and you open um, them, and there's a smaller one. Yeah.
0: I really, I, I know the name of them.
1: Dresden, I think they're Dresden dolls.
0: I don't know. I, I know the name, but I can't think of it right now. Okay. So, Yeah. Those are some creative ways to memorialize your lost socks. you know what else you
1: can do with them, which is actually really super helpful? No, (laughs) you save them till winter, and then you fill them with rock salt and put them up on your roof.
0: Take your friend's socks that put them on the door and match those with your socks. Oh, there you go! (laughs) Didn't you see the sock on the door? No! I didn't!
1: National Lost Sock Memorial Day.
0: Yeah, That, that and was is an what interesting we're all going to
1: do on Sunday. We're going to memorialize our lost sock. So while you are celebrating, observing National Lost Sock Memorial Day. Thank you. for. You're welcome. See, I do pay attention to you.
0: Somebody's got to.
1: We can, while we're doing that, we can also celebrate National Moscato Day. Which if anybody that knows me knows this is a day after my own heart. Because I love Moscato. Um, so on May 9th, Raise Your Glass and Toast National Moscato Day. Uh, Moscato, or called Muscat in Italian, is one of the oldest known varieties of grapes that is grown in the world. The Moscato grape ranges in color from white to almost black. Um, so Moscato grapes flavor, they vary too from sweet to dry, which I don't know that I've ever had a dry Moscato. I don't think I have. Um.
0: I know it's delicious.
1: Oh, Moscato is delicious. It is delicious. In uh, 2012, two, th- two things happened. Uh, Moscato wine became the third most popular white wine that was consumed within the United States. Thank You are welcome. And, and in 2012, the Gallo Family Vineyards actually created National Moscato Day. So... Thank you, Gallo.
0: Right. Are you thanking... or You said thank you or you're welcome? I said you're welcome. So you're taking credit for...
1: Do you know how much moscato I drink? I deserve some goddamn not credit. Not that much. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I deserve some goddamn credit for something. Um, so yeah, and moscato comes in a lot of colors too—not just white, but it, you can buy, you can get red moscato.
0: So those are definitely yeah. our national days, and they I are. would recommend that you get highly drunk, lose a sock, and make a sock puppet.
1: Ooh. Good plan.
0: You can observe both days mm-hmm. at once.
1: Absolutely. Um, So last week we had...
0: Or you can christen a ship with only one sock.
1: Okay. <laughs> we did that going down the river one day.
0: Christened a ship.
1: Kayak. We christened a kayak.
0: With we one made, sock.
1: Yes. Uh I can't remember her <laughs> name now. I feel like you just don't just wear a socks short, on little... the river. She did, though. I don't know why she did. And anyway, she took her sock off, and we had it like a little sock flag and shit. Ooh. We called it a sock condom. I can't remember her name. Just short little shit. She lived on the other side of the state. I can't remember her you name. got me. I don't know. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. And we were probably drunk.
0: That sounds like it. All
1: right. So, last week, we had a guest. He was extremely amusing. He was a lot of fun. His name was Josh. And I don't like that guy. One point, I don't care. (laughs) It's not all about you. At one point in time, Andrew posed a question.
0: No, I didn't. Yeah, he did. Okay.
1: I don't even remember what we were talking about, but Andrew asked, is there such a thing as Braille porn?
0: Did you really Google Braille porn?
1: The answer is yes. And yes, I Googled it. This is important stuff.
0: I feel like you should have held on to that. We did our live broadcast. (laughs) (laughs)
1: i can find more trust me okay if love is blind then sex can be too a sensual braille book was created to give the visually impaired the chance to ogle porn and to feel it too the book was presented to the national library of sweden by swedish artist nina lind the book is it is titled occasionally blind it offers a titillating array of x-rated images including scenes of heterosexual, gay, and group sex. Because you needed to, you didn't need to know this, which is why I'm learning you this. I really didn't. That's why you're learning this today. Illustrations are raised so that people may experience the images, which are accompanied by an explanation in Braille of the steamy scene. Nina Lind, who's 33, says she was inspired to craft craft the book after she visited the Braille library in Stockholm and found that there was... No dirty stuff for the visually impaired. She says everyone needs some sexual stimulation.
0: So my question is this. Did she act out these scenes for the Braille
1: book? I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay. Let me finish this. Okay. okay, Because we're not done. Wonderful. Gets better. The uh, titillating book is believed to be the first of its kind to offer erotic stimulation to the visually impaired. The book was published in 2010. The president of Sweden's National Federation of the Visually Impaired, his name is Hakan Thompson, cheered the donation and called it a really big step for the visually impaired community. (laughs) He said, I think that some imagine we have no sexuality, which is not true. The visually impaired people are just as sexual as any other. Now, to end this little tiny tidbit, I will also, and this is not encouraging anyone or telling anyone to do this, but Pornhub is now offering porn for the blind, which is audio only. You gotta love porn websites.
0: Seriously. They're really looking out for the little guy.
1: (laughs) You don't know that they're little. They're just visually impaired. That's true. Now, the audio only means that there's a narrator who, step-by-step, step, describes the, any action taking place in As each
0: scene. As left, not right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah,
1: I'm not really sure how that works, but...
0: <clears throat> I, I don't know. It was you just an not, interesting question.
1: It was, and I, being the Google queen, and the factor, fi- fact finder of shit you don't need to know...
0: Which will something. be something
1: not shit? No, something. the title of our new podcast will be shit. You don't need to know.
0: Tell me shit. You don't need to know. I don't need to know.
1: No, it's just gonna be called shit. You don't need to know.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So now you know something else you didn't need to know,
0: Wonderful. and those
1: images will never leave your brain. Braille books for the blind, porn for the blind.
0: Well, that is. I did not need to know that. Which is exactly why
1: we discussed it. Knowing it, I guess. You shouldn't ask um, those questions.
0: Well, it's my job to ask questions. Um, another tidbit. Yes. Because, I mean, I'm fairly certain I already announced that my wife is pregnant. We she's learned pregnant. this. Does she know? She does.
1: Okay, good. We good discussed
0: thing. it today. That she's fact. pregnant? No. She doesn't, she doesn't. know she's no, pregnant? she doesn't know she's pregnant. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I mean, Thank God she doesn't listen to us. I know. She might find out. Now. Surprise. I didn't know what amniotic fluid was. And it's not something people typically think about. You're right. It's the
1: fluid the baby is kind of entombed in in the womb. And that's basically all you know.
0: I feel like saying entombed is just the wrong... It sends the wrong message. In case
1: floating around in.
0: They don't really float. It's not like goldfish.
1: Babies don't float? Oh, that
0: one's dead. It's upside down. No. (laughs)
1: Babies <laughs> okay, don't float, no, not really. Okay,
0: they don't in the ultrasound. Okay, now
1: I can't even read an ultrasound, I've seen those pictures,
0: they look pretty clear to me. So, after about 20 weeks, it initially starts as you know just fluid from the mother, okay? But after about 20 weeks, it is an essentially just all. Um, okay,
1: here's here, let me before you continue, okay. here's a scientific. You- the scientific version of amniotic fluid. It is a protective liquid contained by the amniotic sac of something I can't pronounce. The fluid serves as a cushion for the growing fetus, but also serves to facilitate the exchange of nutrients, water, and biochemical products between the mother and the fetus. So basically, it sounds as if their skin is just absorbing what they need out of the amniotic fluid.
0: Amniotic. Sac. Yeah. So. Okay. After about 20 weeks, it contains mostly baby pee.
1: So is that about the time that their little pee makers start working?
0: No, by then their pee maker has already been working because how would they be covered in baby pee if it didn't work until 20 weeks?
1: Well, there's nutrients and stuff in there too. That's what I know.
0: Well, I'm just letting you know. That was my tidbit. Is amniotic fluid, to those pregnant people out there, is just your baby peeing inside of
1: and that is true. At first, it contains water from the mother's body, but gradually, the larger portion is made of the baby urine. But it also contains important nutrients, hormones, yes. and antibodies, and it helps protect your baby from bumps and injury.
0: Like I said, a majority of it is baby pee. So that is my tidbit.
1: Wow, oh, wow.
0: Sometimes I learn some dumb shit, and I yeah, have to you share Yeah, you did,
1: it. and I had given birth to children. I didn't even know that dumb shit.
0: Right, wow. so I just had to share it.
1: Okay, we like to share stuff. That's what we're all about—sharing. Sharing, sharing is caring. Is caring. Yes. Aw, you know the Care Bears too. All right. A... I, I know
0: the original Care. This newfangled crap.
1: We have a story today.
0: Well, that'll be a first.
1: It's called the Attack of the Fifty Foot Garden Hose.
0: Um, I was asked um today about yeah. our podcast.
1: <clears throat> okay. Did you give him a business card?
0: I did not. No, there's a reason.
1: They can't read?
0: I will explain that. We need to get it made in I braille. Will exp- right. Um, <laughs> I will explain that off air. Um, but. Okay. They asked if we do conspiracy theory. Now, I told her about the one we did do. about Dude who disappeared, uh, reappeared, and claimed he had no idea.
1: Okay. Oh, that was part of the Lake Michigan triangle. Right, right, right. Steven somebody, yes. That was I don't like remember his name. He sounds like an
0: idiot, and I stated that Yeah, in-
1: that was like episode four.
0: So. That would be something that people would be interested in hearing is conspiracy theory. Okay. Just wanted to point you. Another tidbit, but for you. Not for the audience, but for you.
1: Okay, so am, am I just just assume that the audience isn't listening at this point in time?
0: They definitely are not. Okay. And if they ever got caught listening, they might die.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> okay.
0: This goes out to you, Lindsay.
1: Um, Is that who suggested it? Yes. Thanks, Lindsay, I think. She's 12. Yeah. What is a 12-year-old doing listening to us?
0: She's not. That's the point. She would if we were... Then how does cons- she
1: know that we don't do conspiracy theories?
0: Because I told her. We're, you said you listened to me. You were lying the whole time.
1: I always do. Well, thanks for that. You're welcome.
0: Now, it's not- Onwards to the story of the attack of the 50-foot garden hose. The attack? I feel like that should have a question mark at the
1: end. Of the 50-foot garden hose. Okay. No, it's a stated fact.
0: Okay. It's not a question. Wonderful. Can't wait to know.
1: The cast and the characters of our story today. A 38-year-old truck driver. His name is George DePasso. His 30-year-old wife, Ruth. They have three children. 12-year-old Susan, 10-year-old Jean, and 7-year-old George. And most important character... Is an ordinary half-inch diameter, fifty-foot garden hose that was about to bring them international fame. We don't know exactly how old the hose is. We're not Absolutely. sure if it was a mature hose, an immature hose. We'll just say we'll say it had a lot of energy, so maybe it was very young. Hose. I
0: just want to say that age doesn't necessarily mean mature.
1: We've met you; we're well aware of that.
0: That's kind of my point. Okay. Because I'm 31. Everyone expects me to be mature. Not
1: gonna My happen. wife finally
0: bought me a freaking Nerf gun, okay? And I am not allowed to shoot anybody with it. <laughs>
1: She's making progress. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's go back to 1955. Thursday, June 30th. So it's a warm summer day. We're in the town in Downey, California. So it's a very warm, sunny day. We're in California. Oh. Day starts out like any other day at the family's home. Now, the family's home is only four years old. They reside in this little town, Downey. Should you want to take a peek at the scene of the crime, I don't know that, you know, the current owners are going to want you to visit them and they might not appreciate it. But if you do, the address is 7739 Alderdale Street in Downey, California. So anybody who's in California listening to us just... Keep listening and drive to 7739 Alderdale Street. You can see the scene of the crime. Here's what happened.
0: I feel like crime is your other podcast. Okay,
1: so what do you want to call this? Incident? Episode?
0: Incident? We're, I, I we're using like the
1: word attack. We're this, using the word attack. You
0: chose this story. You should have used it on your other podcast instead of this one.
1: Here's what happened. Okay. The mom, Ruth, asked her daughter, Suzanne, to go out and water the ivy that afternoon. So Suzanne goes out to water the ivy. Pretty soon she comes back into the house and she tells her mom that the hose is stuck in the ground. The hose is stuck in the ground. Can't figure out how you get the hose stuck in the ground. But that's what the little girl comes in and says. Although she's 12. So. Well,
0: honestly, if you got younger kids. She's 12. I I understand that, but. Regardless In 55, of her age, okay. but all the other kids, if they go outside and play, they might bury your hose. Okay. It is a safe assumption to believe that other children could have buried the hose and she figured it out and went and told her mom. Okay, that's a really good assumption. Right. So,
1: all right, so Susan and, my, and, and Ruth go back outside and sure enough, the hose had somehow buried itself into the ground.
0: No, I don't feel like it buried itself. Somebody had to have done it.
1: Susan and Ruth tried pulling the hose with all their might, but the hose would not come loose. Neighbors came over. To help. To help pull the hose out of the ground, but their efforts
2: were in vain.
1: Were basically in vain. (laughs) So what do you do? You wait for Dad. So Dad comes home from work. Dad, the hose is stuck in the ground. Come and stick it. Dad's probably going, what the frickin' ever. George pulls with all the strength. But he couldn't pull the hose out of the ground.
0: Because really, it was an anaconda. Anyway, go on.
1: It's a half inch diameter, 50 foot hose.
0: It was the small part of an anaconda.
1: <laughs> so George goes, okay, we have a problem. Obviously, I'm not strong enough. The hose is just stuck in the ground. George says, <laughs> "Obviously, I, I, don't, I don't have the strength to pull the hose out of the ground. He needs something stronger. He decides the car, okay? We're going to attach the hose to the bumper of the car, and we're going to drive it and just pull the hose out of the ground. Sounds like something my dad would do. It does. So he does. He hitches the hose to the bumper of the car, puts it in gear. Nope. Hose snapped off the bumper, and it's still stuck in the ground. Here's where the story gets a little stranger. Okay. The hose appears to be bearing itself a little deeper and deeper into the ground. Almost as if it's alive. It's a fucking garden hose. Yep. So, is it alive?
0: The hose? No. Whatever is dragging it in?
1: They absolutely. To put a cloth marker on the hose to see how fast it was going into the ground. In five hours, they had lost 18 inches off the hose.
0: That's a hefty amount.
1: Yeah. It's a foot and a half in five hours. Yeah. That's like six feet a day. In a week, you're not going to have even a hose checking left. Your math. We do
0: not do math on this show. <laughs>
1: okay,
0: so this is not called "Tell Me Math." I don't need to know.
1: So, <laughs> Dad's next step is he ties the hose to the water spigot.
0: Since he snapped it in half already.
1: Well, no, he only snapped off the half that he attached to the bumper. He right. only snapped off the part he attached to the bumper. So he ties the hose to the water spigot. That's got to be fairly safe, right?
0: I suppose.
1: Comes out in the morning. The water spigot had bent had been bent. Jesus. The sheer force of this hose disappearing into the ground actually bent the water spigot off the house. Again they took a measurement and found that they had lost another two feet off the hose. Into the ground. At this point, thirteen feet of the hose is now underneath the ground. It does not sound like children anymore.
0: It does not.
1: Not bad for a hose that cost $3.95 in 1955.
0: How have I never heard this story before?
1: <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> so, somehow, the news gets hold of the story, and they start showing up. Reporters start showing up in the yard, and the public hears about it, so they start gathering around the house. and showing Kind of like
0: Thor's hammer. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't know.
1: So, no, I wouldn't. I have no idea who you're talking about.
0: Marvel. Never mind. I still don't know. I know.
1: Um, There was an inspector from the water department who actually showed up at the scene. He Sir, are you using your
0: hoses properly?
1: (laughs) He said there's no evidence of an underground source of water. He said the water table was actually about 120 feet underneath the house. So it wasn't like the water was sucking the hose down.
0: Right. Which is possible.
1: Okay. So the next expert that shows up is a geologist at Caltech. And after looking at the whole situation, he, too, is unable to explain what's going on.
0: It's a friggin' animal.
1: He says, sounds like a version of the Indian rope trick, but I don't know of any natural phenomenon that could make the hose (laughs) disappear into the ground.
0: There's an Indian guy on the other side of the world just playing a little thing, and it's sucking his hose to the world.
1: So meanwhile, the hose continues on its downward journey, and United press office actually received a message from Tokyo and the message stated Tell De Paso in Downey, California that the other end of his hose has not turned up yet, but we're still looking.
0: <laughs> but when it comes, we will take it as an act of war. <laughs> and that's why Pearl Harbor anyway.
1: <laughs> the hose never actually made it to Japan.
0: Okay. I was being a smart ass.
1: Arizona Bisbee Daily Review. Which is, like, I think Arizona and California are neighbors, I believe. I think you're right. Reported that a man named Henry Buffenick discovered George DePasso's hose emerging from the ground in his backyard. Okay. The magical hose that came to life was starting to create a lot of chaos in the DePasso's lives and in their house. They were no longer getting any sleep. There were a lot of people out there. There's reporters. Everybody wants to interview. There's people sitting in their yard waiting for the hose to move.
0: That's where Bigfoot's hiding.
1: Yeah. More than a thousand people had trampled across their lawn within two days. Something had to be done to stop this madness. I was going to
0: say that. You know, I I feel bad for that yard.
1: I feel bad for those people. They're just ordinary people.
0: They shouldn't have been telling people.
1: I don't know that they told what the kids told. I mean, I don't know how the story got out. So George decides he's going he's gonna to fix this.
0: Now Maybe. you motherfuckers get off my lawn.
1: <laughs> George grabs a pair of heavy shears and cuts the hose and puts it right out of its misery. He said, I can't stand it any longer. <laughs> he said, this thing is really getting out of hand and my life is a mess. And cut the hose.
0: I'm good, yeah. Okay. Sounds right.
1: All right, you'd think this would be the end of the story, but it isn't. No,
0: the hose was coming up in a different person's yard.
1: A few days later, after this story broke in the news, the news reporters reported that Mrs. Robert Breeze, also from Downey, California, stuck her new hose down a gopher hole to drown the gopher, which is a very common thing to oh, do. Oh, I know, I know. <clears throat> and the next thing she knew...
0: Her hose was disappearing. 15
1: feet worth of her hose had become a permanent part of the soil. And even with the help of three neighbors... They couldn't pull it out.
0: It might not be an animal. It might actually just be the tectonic plates, because I'm fairly certain that's a high, highly active zone in California. I don't think
1: that they would shift quite that
0: fast. You never know.
1: They don't shift like that.
0: You never know.
1: Then, Calvin Barman of Norwalk, California, he reported a similar problem. His hose was only pulled down about five feet, though. When
0: and he when, dug it out. And
1: when he dug it out, he said it was embedded in soft sand.
0: Which is going to play a part in the story, I'm sure. I don't
1: know. You're the one who wrote it! But I don't remember. I wrote it a long time ago. Mm -hmm. On July 5th, a Coronado, California retired Navy captain, his name was Stuart S. Reynolds, he stated that he pulled about 15 feet of another buried hose out of the ground at the residence of Mrs. Donald B. Ingerslew. What is going on here? It may sound like some mysterious force field had focused its energy over California and it was causing all of those hoses to bury their heads in the sand, but it wasn't a, just a California phenomenon. Hold
0: on. We're talking about a state that wanted to ban Calfar.
1: Yes. Ticket them, I think. They were going to ticket them.
0: Right. They were going to...
1: So a few days later, um, let's see.
0: To anybody I offended in California, good.
1: There's a report that another hose in Rochester, New York, plunged itself into the ground some 13 feet under a newly planted maple tree.
0: Now I don't even have an explanation. New York's not that dumb. No. It's all the smog going straight to their brain.
1: Neil Clark of Texas. He had the same problem
0: snorting too much oil.
1: His hose buried itself 17 feet into the ground. And instead of losing a perfectly good hose, he went and got a second hose from the neighbor. From the neighbor. From a neighbor. Uh, Neil hooked that hose up to the spigot and he turned it on full blast and he kept working the second hose up and down next to his stuck hose for about 10 minutes until he was able to work both of them free from the clutches of the soil. I've never had this problem. As much gardening as I have done. I have never never had had this this problem problem
0: myself either. In fact, I can't even get my outside spigots to work.
1: A couple of weeks later, a Washington, D.C. hose that was owned by Mr. and Mrs. Jimmy Reynolds and if you want to go to this place, I have an address for this one, too. Their host came to life also.
0: I don't want to. It
1: took the efforts of a number of neighbors to pull it from the ground, but they eventually got it out.
0: Beats a car.
1: Although All the, of
0: these neighbors beats a car.
1: Although the head of the beast, also known as the nozzle, remained buried deep in the ground. And depending on who you spoke to, because apparently they were drinking, it sounds like, the hose was buried three feet, six feet, ten feet, or maybe even twelve feet into the ground.
0: There's just an evil genius underneath the crust of the earth, just with magnets. <laughs> <laughs> Despicable me is real.
1: On Sunday, September 25th, in 1955, about three months after George had slaughtered that plastic hose with his shears, he made the news again. For some reason he decided to go outside and start digging. The press reported that he dug down twenty-five feet, which seems a little deep for one man. Uh, no. Because he was determined to recover his hose.
0: That seems stupid.
1: Uh, as one article reported, quote...
0: Post-traumatic stress disorder. There were
1: no little green men. There were no subterranean caverns. There were no oversized gophers. Just a six-foot length filled with sand.
0: Filled with sand. There's sand again.
1: Which must have exerted sufficient pull on the remainder to cause the disappearance. So, in the course of writing the story and doing some little research... Found that Mrs. De Paso
0: smoked a lot of weed.
1: Turned the water on while the hose was stuck in the ground. She figured that the force of the water would push the hose right up to the surface, and instead, the opposite happened.
0: Right, it sucked it down further.
1: It is very possible that the running water created enough suction force to actually pull the hose
0: into the earth. Right, but in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> New York.
1: A San Francisco woman named Rena Hornard offered a very similar explanation, and she said if you leave the water running and you put the nozzle in the ground, it will happen every time. And she actually demonstrated this to reporters by sticking her hose in the ground, turning on the water, and the hose ate its way six inches into the ground.
0: After how long, though?
1: Yeah, I didn't find the time on that Right. One. Yeah. So, no one has ever fully explained why this happened. And none of my research said that this was really a main focus of scientists right now. So I feel like it should be. We need a grant.
0: <laughs> I feel like it should be. So I mean, we, come on, you know, government. What are we doing?
1: We don't really know. And then on the other hand, does anybody really give a damn?
0: Yes. Yes, I do. Here's my take on this story. I don't care.
1: You <laughs> the hoses were burying their heads in... The sand due to pure embarrassment and shame. Because isn't that what you do? Hoses used to be made of high quality black rubber and they were something to be cared for and repaired when they leaked. Now they were being mass produced in cheap disposable plastic. If your hose developed a leak, you threw it out and you bought a new one. What else could a hose do but hide in shame?
0: I'm just saying, when my hose did, if I ever get my outside spigots to work and if my hose ever springs a leak, you by better the, fix
1: that son of a bitch. By the
0: time I buy another hose, that entire hose will be made of duct tape. You better <laughs> fix
1: that goddamn hose. <laughs> that's the story of the 50-foot...
0: You said the attack of the 50-foot guard. Hose. hose. I was waiting for the attack the
1: part. You're right. There was no real attack. That so was that, a really... That was a
0: poor um, judgment call on the name of the I story. know.
1: I know. It sucked you right in and then disappointed you.
0: It did. It was anticlimactic.
1: Anyway, that's my story. The garden hoses come to life.
0: That's a better story. Name.
1: It's one of those fun things. You know, you come across these fun things.
0: Yeah, that was kind of interesting. And I I really would like to...
1: That you want to go out and play in the dirt with a hose, don't you? I kind of do. Experiment.
0: I do. Yeah. If my outside spigots worked.
1: Someone needs to... That's okay.
0: When mom comes home and her fucking... (laughs) When her hose is buried in the ground, I'm just going to (laughs) laugh. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the neighbors will hear me going, It's Robert!
0: Her spigots work
1: fine. Yes, Mine don't do. work
0: at all. So, you know, if I have a way to fucking do this,
1: it's you! Yeah, I think we need a grant. I think the scientists need to worry about this.
0: I feel the government should probably pay me about $500,000 yeah. to study this. And yes. I will. I absolutely will. Let's put With it about so. $3.59 of it. Buying a new (laughs) house.
1: We need to do some paperwork, get this ball rolling. We do. Yeah.
0: So thank you to everybody who stopped by, enjoyed our little story. Yeah. And and our tidbits. Yeah. Um,
1: If you have a story of your own that's similar or weird or strange, unexplained, shoot it to us. Or just plain goddamn funny.
0: And I would like to say that I am trying to convince my mother to do a live stream for my for our audience.
1: We are going to go live
0: at some point. We are going to do a live stream. Uh, we're not entirely certain as to the date yet, but we would like to do that for you guys. Uh, we're going to attempt or uh, give you a chance to interact with us one-on-one live. Ask
1: questions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give us
0: stories to look forward to in the future.
1: Yeah. Uh, so that is definitely
0: something I'm going to work for. Um, we're
1: going to try to start it sober too. No. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say we'd finish it. over we're we'll yeah. gonna try to start it. So
0: you said we're gonna try to start not you're not guaranteeing I'm not we're guarantee gonna start anything. it over
1: there's no guarantees in life
0: <clears throat> um that will definitely be on facebook because that is the easiest social media yeah. and uh streaming service that i know how to go through with a computer um Pretty tested it today that. so Pretty we excited. are definitely looking forward to that Oh yeah um, we are I'm so obviously done
1: everything no
0: you're not um, you can find us on Facebook at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know. Yes, you can. Or at TMSIDNTK at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at TMSIDNTK. Hashtag it. Yes. Um, if you have suggestions, ideas, or ideas, <laughs> ideas or comments, you are welcome to yes. leave them at any of those sources. And yes, we will absolutely. get them at some point. Um, because being the fact that we're not that popular, uh, although we... Have gained some. Um, oh
1: my God! Yes, we have.
0: We, we have quite a few followers on Facebook. Yes, Not so many on we Anchor, but do. you know, um, we do. And we appreciate absolutely every single one of you. That is, uh, we we love you, and uh, we love yes. the fact that you listen, even though what we say has
1: <laughs> has what <laughs> has no merit. Everything we talk about is true, though. That's the thing. It's
0: not that it's wrong. It just, it doesn't really do anything for them. We
1: have 1,300 followers.
0: Well, there you go. That's 1,300 people that, you know, have nothing better to do in their
1: life. They think we're it. They have
0: completed everything they've ever set out to do. And now they're just wasting time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You set their aspirations very well. <laughs> their life goals are almost non-existent.
0: I've made it to using duct tape. Now I can listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry, viewers. Not really, but I am. They're
1: not viewers. They're listeners.
0: Listeners. That that thing.
1: They're like Look, braille I viewers. a lot they're of YouTube. They're like you braille too. viewers.
0: They are. They're just touching their computer. Hopefully. Just
1: again. touching their laptop
0: screen. Right. Well, no, it's not... They've got phones, too. It comes out on phone, mom. <laughs> if you enjoyed your short stop with us, please feel free to follow the podcast and leave us a rating and a review, preferably on Anchor. But if you do it on Facebook, we still appreciate you.
1: Um, you basically can leave us a rating and a review on almost anyone that anywhere you can hear our podcast. Which ratings- is if you
0: ask. Uh, Spotify Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, and Podchaser, which we really like to uh, tout Podchaser because they're the ones that uh, donate to Meals on Wheels.
1: Yeah. Yeah, when you leave ratings and review, they donate to various places.
0: So we really appreciate that, especially on Podchaser. Yeah, Um, and
1: when you rate and review us, you let us know how we're doing, actually. And that is very serious. You let us know how we're doing, and that means a lot to
0: us. If we're doing really crappy, keep it to yourself.
1: It's fucking
0: I'm just kidding. No, I'm well, not. I'm, I'm I am though because if we're not providing to an audience that wants to hear us, what are we doing aside from being assholes? You are self on the entertainment. Internet, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I entertain myself whether I'm being recorded or not.
1: That is true. That is true.
0: Um, we do have a quote unquote partner with uh, United Alliance Gaming
1: on yes. Twitch. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. He
0: has touted us a lot. I do watch his stream. Yes. Uh, he does play us in the background. Not as often as I thought he said he did, but uh, he does play us in the background. So he does deserve a shout out. So United Alliance Gaming on Twitch.tv.
1: Um, he's got a Facebook page, too. He does. he does. I don't
0: know what it is, but I don't remember. But anyway, uh, I will try to post that on my Facebook. so that yeah, way... So shout
1: out to Bobby. Good job, guy. Good job. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. And, you do. Uh, we will do definitely good
0: work. try to do more for you, considering how much you do for us. So, all editing on this episode is done by someone at the table. And I really don't have a final thought till next time. Okay. I haven't eaten anything all day, so I'm pretty. You probably
1: should then. I'm out of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Have a great week. And happy Mother's Day. Happy Sunday.
0: Lose your socks. That's my, final, that's my final thought until next time. Lose your socks. I like it. Bye, so guys. So that way you have other things to do.
2: Bye. Bye. I think your socks have a certain kind of courage. <laughs> certain kind of ambition, determination. How many times have you done a big laundry? Go to the dryer, take out your socks, count them up. One of them got out. <laughs> he escaped, took off on his own. What are his chances out there? I don't think they're very good. A lot of times I walk down the street and I'll see a dirty sock just lying there in the street. What happened to him? It's a sock that didn't make it. But he took that risk. That's what I respect. Because socks, socks, think about it. They hate their lives. They do. They're in the shoe. They're in the drawer. They hate it. He waits for the dryer. That's his chance and he knows it. He waits, he bides his time, and then you open the dryer door and he waits by the side. He hopes that you don't see him, then he runs. Or sometimes he grabs onto a sweater, this gives him a little head start. That's how they get away.